0: Hello and welcome. I am Kim Keen, host of the One of a Kind You podcast. I started this podcast to share my journey of my past self, a woman who was struggling with leaving her teaching career and adjusting to stay-at-home mom life to help other women with their motherhood journeys so they can let go, make themselves a priority without all the sacrificing. So if you're a regular listener to One of a Kind You, welcome back. I'm so excited that you are tuning in for another episode. If you are new to One of a Kind You, thank you so much for taking a stop by to check it out and see what it's all about. So this episode of One of a Kind You is brought to us by the Be Well, Be Safe, Be Happy, Eat Ice Cream podcast. And yes, I had to read it so I didn't mess it up um, because I always get the order of the words wrong, but more from our sponsor at the end of this episode. So if you are a regular listener, you know that I usually read my journal entries and share what I wish I had known then when I was in the thick of the struggle and what I know now as a certified life coach. But not today, ladies. We have a wonderful guest with us. Her name is Ulrika Sullivan. She is an author. She wrote the book wisdom beyond what, you know, I've read it. I took notes. It's amazing. So it's on Amazon. You have to get it. You're going to just love everything about it. Um, she's also a coach. She's a podcaster. Um, yeah, I I don't know. She's just an incredible woman. So Ulrika, what did I miss?
1: (laughs) Thank you so much, Kim, for your very very sweet introduction. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, you you got it right. I, uh, I focus on um, helping others expand their connection with their true self, their intuition, and living more from the heart as opposed to the mind. And yes. I think that's that's a big shift that i that I'm very passionate about. Uh, so yeah, that's that's what I do.
0: Yeah. And I love it. And because I think uh, so often we get stuck living in our minds um, in survival mode, and we sometimes have a really hard time stepping out of our brain and into our heart. And so that was what I really loved about your book is that it gives you, it gives the reader so many different ways to do that. And they're um, all things that feel so doable. I know I'm the self-help book Junkie, if there's a self-help book, I'm reading it. And sometimes the advice that's given is either A, cliche, or B, it's like, oh, I don't really think that, like, oh, I'm just supposed to manifest it. Like, that's not how it always works. Like, there's a little bit more to things than just saying, like, oh, manifest it. But you really give um, really tangible things that actually feel like uh, someone who, like a busy mom or a busy woman can actually t- take the time to do for herself and actually feel really good about taking the time to do them. So I love it. Um, and and you're also a mom too, so you get the mom struggle as well with um, trying to juggle all the things that moms do in addition to being a business owner um, and a podcaster.
1: Yes, exactly. I have three girls now; they're all teenagers. The youngest just turned thirteen, and and fifteen, and and almost seventeen. So yes, it's um, and I think also being a mom, uh, it doesn't. Really stop anytime, right? We're always in our role as moms, but our life is evolving. Our life mm-hmm. is going different directions, and I think that's that's something that we um, are always adding on top of everything else, right? What else do we okay. want to do with life uh, in addition to be a mom? And I think that's I, I definitely feel um, that we all put ourselves last in many cases. Yes, I have done in my life in the past. And and now um, when I feel I am at the top of the mountain in my own life, but still I'm a a great mom (laughs) still. So that tells me that we don't have to sacrifice anything. We don't have to put ourselves last. Yeah, um, because um, yeah, and we're going to get into a lot of that today.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I think with that evolution though, I mean, just being a mom in general, there's so much pressure because of all the expectations that we have and then add an evolution into the mix. And then the pressure becomes even greater because the expectations are still there for the mom role that you have, but they're also there for all the other roles too. And so, um, I know in the thick of my struggle, and even now, sometimes the pressure feels almost too much. But especially back you know, in the time where I was, the journal entries that I share, the pressure is real to make sure that the house looks Pinterest worthy, to make sure the kids are dressed impeccably, to make sure they have healthy lunches, to make sure dinner is ready when husband walks through the door, homework is done, projects are done, extra school activities also thrown into the mix. And then if you add in fur kids, it <laughs> just, the list keeps going and going and going, so um, how do you feel like you are able to manage the pressure or do you feel like at this stage in life, the pressure isn't what it used to be?
1: Mm, I definitely resonate. If, if you take my story back a couple of years when the, the kids were younger, I was exactly what you just described. And I felt the pressure. Uh, I've gone through the process of shifting that into where I'm at now. My life is not less busier, but mm-hmm. my perspective of that pressure and how I, if you will, are managing my own boundaries, energetic boundaries is completely different. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's the journey we're gonna talk about today. And yeah, um, definitely I have some <laughs> some tips. Yeah, <laughs> um, and
0: we love tips. Yeah. I <laughs> think that can help us navigate the journey a little better. We're all for so when um Ulrika, oh, did you realize that something needed to change? Because we all don't just wake up one day and say like, oh, it's time to change. It usually takes a catalytic event or something for us to be like, what in the world just happened? Because we feel like we got hit by a Mack truck.
1: Yes, and you're absolutely right. Often li- uh, life shows us kind of, okay, it's time to make that major change. And for me, it, it hit my career. Mm-hmm. because I identified myself very much with my career. That was my self-identity in addition to be a mom at the time. so And often it, it, when we need to change that major kind of shift in our life, it hits where it matters the most. And in my case, I put my career up on a pedestal, right? So of course it yeah. hit there. And I was laid off from my job. I was made redundant or let go and I didn't see it coming. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you, if you knew me back then, like my job was everything. So it hit my self uh, image and self uh, worth, basically. So that's how, how it occurred for me. But I had a choice at that time. And I knew it, it was the time and I felt it inside that either I am going to see myself as a victim, or I'm going to see this as an opportunity to Um, look for the right next step and and Mm -hmm. I did it very much differently and and I don't know what happened in a way it it was divine I believe it was divine timing for me to open up to uh, being able to see and perceive life in a different way which happened what happened for me was that next steps that were shown to me I was starting to listen to my um, the signs and synchronicities that showed up and that was something I had never really considered before, that it actually could be another way than me trying to figure everything out, right? Plan it out and every little detail and, and making sure it's, it's in order, everything. And a similar was my approach to the kids. But what this new journey led me to was to start listening to my inner knowing, Mm-hmm. starting to listen, like pay attention to things that just were shown to me. And yeah, so that was a different way of going about figuring out the next step basically because I didn't have to figure it out. And that was yes. a big relief. <laughs>
0: yeah, and I think that's really a powerful statement that you just made. You realized you didn't have to figure it out because I think so often we feel like we have to figure it out because sitting with that um, not knowing And sitting with the uncomfortableness of that is just too much to bear. So we tend to just put our heads down and we're like, our brain is going to help us think through this and we are going to think for this of the solution and away we go. And usually that ends up being the worst than where we were. So how did you, um, like, what kind of was the first thing that you did to realize like, okay, I can't keep thinking about this. I just have to listen for the sign because I can tell you that would have not been my go-to thing like I'm not going to look for signs. Nope, I'm going to keep on barreling through.
1: <laughs> yeah, and of course the the rock bottom that hit me brought me to a halt, right? I wasn't going back to my old old environment, if you will, at work. So not only that made me kind of sit still <laughs> for a yeah. moment because that was my also, my, my uh, problem or issue, I wouldn't call it a problem because it was really the greatest gift of all, that I mm-hmm. had an opportunity to slow down, not having to maintain my old routine, which was like so booked and business travel and kids here and there. Like, but it, it made me sit down, and I think that's really what was uh, allowing me to start opening up to other other perceptions but um and also that in my world at the time I didn't know myself I didn't know who I truly was because I had been following what I called following a template mm-hmm. which wasn't really me I am yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't it was, aligned to kind of it, what it was, I was here to do.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it was who you thought you had to be because of um, pressure si- societal pressure, cultural pressure, um, and I think that's the that's another big piece of the puzzle where we feel this pressure is because we're like trying to shove ourselves into this you know a round peg into the square hole being someone that we really are not um because that's what we think everyone wants us to be so there's like just another form of pressure a source of pressure just added into the equation
1: yes and and i would also say that what happened for me was that i and it's it's funny because listening to I, i'll give you an example of what what happened to me because when a sign is coming into us or some, uh, like the universe wants to, Hey, tap your shoulder, right? Yes. Look at this. I would previously, I was too busy to even notice things like that. Right. But now right. I had slowed down. I wasn't doing, going to work. I uh, didn't know what to do next. So what happened was I was uh, on a Facebook page and somebody asked a question, what is what is a good coaching training or whatever it was? So some random question, right? And there was a link and something told me like, it was just, you know, this curiosity that came in. Oh, I'm going to check that out. Mm -hmm. And there was some conversation prior to that, that uh, I stayed on the thread and there was this link. And I was like, hmm, I'm just going to click on that. And it was shown to me, um, you know, this, coaching professional coaching training that I ultimately went on uh, a little bit later at that time but it like things like that that shows up for us that there's something that's clicking within us and if we are too busy to plan out too um stuck in our head if you will in terms of how things in our lives are going to turn out or go next or next step you know we miss those types of opportunities. And that was a life-changing moment for me. I didn't know it at the time, Mm -hmm. but (laughs) clearly it was because, uh, that led me to, um, you know, the journey I, I am on now. And I think that that can happen for anyone. Right.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I feel it's like we have to, um, even just, start by believing that it's possible for us, like believing that there could be signs for us and that we will see them. I think that's the first thing because sometimes we don't believe that there's something out there help, like something bigger than us guiding us. At least that's how it was for me when I was in the the throes of the journey, just starting out because I wasn't raised to have faith, to believe in something bigger, which is kind of ironic um, because my grandmother is so incredibly devout um, a devout Catholic, Uh, but my dad growing up swore that when he had kids, he would never take us to church because he hated being drugged to church. So we didn't talk to, um, in my house growing up, we didn't talk to a higher being. And it's funny because my grandmother, she's so sweet and so cute, but she, every day says her morning prayers and her evening prayers every single day, doesn't miss a beat. She has her little cards and her lists and all of these things like this very much, um, ritualistic, Thing with her prayers but I just wasn't raised to to think that or believe that and it was the opposite I was raised like when the you know what it hits the fan we just put our head down and barrel through so it was a really a big shift for me to even be open to the possibility that there was something out there bigger than me that would actually help guide me and show me signs um, when I needed them and so I didn't really get it at first so I was like oh you know, I, that means I have to read the Bible and I have to start going to church. So I went and bought a Bible and I, I was reading my Bible. And I was like, wait, this still isn't it. Like there's still something missing. And so that was really the start of the journey for me to even say like, oh my gosh, there's something like I can believe in something giving me signs. Like I can believe in something bigger than myself. I don't have to barrel through all the time.
1: Yes, exactly. And that, that is the, that is the, um, additional, I call it almost like an additional resource or perspective that we're not tapping into, whatever we call it, like whatever we call it, God, universe, spirit, source, whatever it is, but it's it's something um, greater than us so that we can take the pressure off ourselves to figure it out. And once, because now, once we start to collaborate and notice that there is a bigger universal energy, if you will, that is supportive of us. Because that's also the thing is that when we tap into that uh, through our heart, through heart energy, we align with the universal energy. And it, it does not lead us down the wrong path, right? right? Because our mind is very dualistic. It's either right or wrong. Good or bad, right? Yes. That's the, that's often the mental domain or our ego rather is is operating in that domain. It wants us to kind of flip-flop. <laughs> but when we tap into our heart, listening to our intuition, it just is. Mm-hmm. It's it's there's no duality in that energy. It's love. Yeah. It's like it's not it's like no two sides <laughs> anymore, yeah. right? And that is that is helping us to increase that trust that whatever we are shown or collaborating with, whatever we call it, it's for our highest good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's, that's you know that helps to <laughs> kind of, okay, now I can relax. I don't have to figure out as much as before, right? I can well, almost sit back and relax and just kind of, okay, I'm gonna go with the flow today and see what's showing up. Yeah. what messages I can receive, nudges just yeah. on my little shoulder here to say, okay, this is the right direction. You're yeah. doing great. Right. Instead yeah. of this constant, like, oh, is this, is this right? Or this, is it this or that <laughs> it's like, uh-huh. that's what we often spend our days on. Right. Yeah. So it's a, it's an energy shift within us.
0: Yeah. And it's when we can make this shift, it's such a different feeling. It's such a, Lighter, more energized, loving feeling, rather than when we're you know still in our head, quote unquote, like the head space it definitely is a much heavier, weighted down feeling for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a you know energetically. I'm also an energy healer, so I work a lot in, in the realm of helping others to kind of make that energetic shift from lower energy, such as worry and you know all kinds of things that energetically we can feel it we're getting pulled down right to this lighter uh, more pure uh, energy that we we are made of really yeah
0: yeah yeah so as you continued on your journey Ulrika um when you started tapping into that heart-centered space and you started taking time and allowing the signs to come to you I would imagine that the pressure that you were feeling started to ease
1: yes Yes I, I today um, I feel much lighter in the sense that I have more trust in myself and who I am because now I know who I am yeah before I didn't know because there was all these uh, I call them filters or which often are made up on assumptions and expectations mm-hmm. from others yeah um, but now I can clearly, express to somebody who I am, what I do, what I love to do, and uh, what I contribute with, uh, yeah. not only to, to everyone around me, but also that I'm excited about it. And that's really the key, too. I didn't know in the past what I was truly excited about. Now I know. And all of that, what I've just said, is an energy shift within us and removing those filters that have held us down, basically.
0: Yeah. So how did you start, um, you know, were you just letting the signs come in to help you guide, to help guide you to the figure out who you were, or was there, um, like did you give yourself opportunities to explore that? How did you start tapping into that more authentic identity of who you are rather than staying in that false identity?
1: My my journey to connect body mind spirit really started with yoga that was my gateway into connecting this whole you know not seeing myself as separate Mm -hmm. uh, from others or not seeing my my body as something a tool that does what i tell it to right but it's actually i am body mind soul together Yeah. So yoga really helped me start to listen to my body in a different way, because that's also how I get messages. Um, This inner knowing just by uh, allowing myself to observe not only my own body, but also my own thoughts. Like what is the conversation really that's going on here? Yeah. So yoga was the gateway. And then of course, going through coach training, it's a a big evolution within ourselves too, mm-hmm. to be able to serve others in that way. Yeah. And uh, thirdly, I I was led to energy healing, which is also connecting more with um, that universal energy, able to channel that, mm-hmm. and uh, that also contributed to my, you know, perspective of what's possible. So all in all, it's about not seeing ourselves as as an individual anymore but that we're connected to everything
0: Mm -hmm. yeah it's fascinating because our journeys have so many similarities so your career um transition i also had a career transition which led me into the healing path that i had but um one of the first things that i did to start reconnecting mind body spirit was yoga and so for me, that was, um, tapping more into myself because I was so stuck in this com- cycle of comparison, like, oh, she can do a better triangle pose. Oh, she can do a better this pose. Like, and I, so that was such a huge lesson for me that on my mat, to focus on myself. Cause I had never really done that before. I hadn't been encouraged to focus on myself and on what I can do and on what my body needs and doing what is needed for me to do the pose with any modification or support or guidance or whatever. Um, and so that was such a huge aha moment. So where our journeys flip flop a little bit is I did energy work first, and then I went through the coach training, but it's always so fascinating to me <laughs> to see how, Yoga is such a powerful practice for bringing people back to themselves and reconnecting that mind, body, soul and energy work as well. And just the, um, the magic of coaching.
1: Yes, yes. And it's a, it's a beautiful, you know, holistic uh, c- combination, if you will, to be able to help others at that level. Because also that the belief that everything is linking together is that we can't just um, help somebody in the mental domain. Mm -hmm. It's going to affect other aspects of life as well. Mm -hmm. So to have all these components, to be able to work with people, I I feel it's it's the way to go.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's like, it's the magic recipe. So after you, um, so like, now you know, you're like, you're really in tune with who you are as a person, what brings you joy. You know, what, lo- what you love. Um, do you ever feel like there are times where you shift out of that and you start succumbing to the pressure and external expectations? Um, or, or are you pretty good at navigating that?
1: I would be lying if I didn't say that I flip out of that. Uh, mode of not looking at what other people do or wanting more than uh, and and only focusing on the future which is also very common right I want that drive to produce if you will yes and the thing is that I now with what I know about myself I can come back to center much quicker Mm -hmm. and I have the tools that I'm also now teaching others on how to do the same or create their own tools that works for them. Yeah. Because before I felt like it was the environment that caused this stress yes. and pressure for myself. But now I know it's really myself that puts myself in a, in a position of pressure. Yes. And now I know how to release that pressure when I feel it's coming on. And that's what I wish for everyone to have your own tools that works for you. And it, it, it cannot be by copying somebody else. It has to be an experience within yourself, what works for, for you. And now I'm talking to our viewers and listeners, right? Yeah. And that's such an important understanding that often I meet people who wants to have the answer from me. Like, mm-hmm. how did you do this? Can I do the same? Like,
0: <laughs> yes, like fix yeah. me, please.
1: <laughs> yeah, fix me, please. And the, the truth of the matter is that it is an inner journey uh, that can be supported and guided by someone like you, Kim, or someone like me. However, mm-hmm. the experience of what is right for y- you uh, has to be experienced. It has to be embodied by the individual.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. And I think sometimes it's hard for us to even, um, allow ourselves to figure out what that would be because, um, it feels daunting. It feels uncomfortable. And then, and also sometimes there's frustration, like, oh, well that works for so-and-so and I tried it and it didn't work for me. So that's it. It's just nothing is ever going to work. So how do you, um, suggest that people start with trying to decide what tool would be a good tool for them or a strategy? So, Um, You know, do you just say, here are some things that you could try, just try them and see what feels right. Or do you have them maybe tap more into their intuition? The
1: first um, piece that I always work with somebody with on is for them to learn more about how they, their energy works. Mm -hmm. And I start with Mm -hmm. systems like astrology, human design, gene keys, and, and that in itself gives somebody Um, a chance to learn more about their, their energy makeup, because that is something that is already there for someone to learn about themselves. That's the first step, really. Um, And whatever resonates with somebody about in that information, I, I synthesize it, I combine all these systems, and I pull out what I, you know, it's a it's my own analysis but in that process there is something that resonates with the person and that's what what uh, is kind of the gold for that person in that moment from there um, the next step that is so important is do I want to a change so Mm -hmm. it comes with and that's also what I write in my book the first kind of shift in here is to make a commitment to yourself. Yes. Yeah. To step out of the comfort zone of mm-hmm. what ha- always has been going on when it yes. comes to habits, patterns, uh, but often that is fueled by there is a desire for a change and, and it doesn't have to be a rock bottom that fuels that commitment. Mm-hmm. It can be, it doesn't have to be a struggle to change. <laughs> That's yes. my message here, but yes. it takes a commitment. And if that commitment is based on somebody else's wish or uh, something external, it won't work, right? But it has right. to come to the point that um, the, the person has to want it.
0: Yeah, for sure. Otherwise,
1: it's not gonna, <laughs> it doesn't matter how many self-help books or yeah. courses or training programs we go, right? If there is not a, a commitment from the heart, it's, yes. and the next step is really, um, you know, to slow down, uh, yeah. without slowing down, and uh, and and kind of allowing this to unfold, and slowing down uh, means different for every person, and that right. is, um, you know, a navigation a, a help with kind of navigate. How how would that look like? Because many people come to me used to say, I I don't have time for myself. Yeah. I don't see how I could because my kids, my work, everything is like up here. But when we start to talk about it, like, what is it? What could I ask for help for? Can I, it often comes to that unknowingly or subconsciously uh, a person has been taking on too much that they don't have to. It's like all these self pressures that comes into play. And Changing, helping the person to change that mindset, is like, oh my gosh, you just changed my whole life just yeah. by this conversation. Yeah. Uh, so it is to helping others to see their life from a new light, and that's part of my ta- tagline. But it's it truly is not much in the external that needs to change sometimes. But it's it's how we view it and yeah. how we work with energy in our own life, in our own current situation that can flip it. <laughs> and, yeah, and yeah.
0: Be- I know I was one of those people who was like, always like I didn't have time for you know, myself or, um, or or committing to the journey. I wanted it, I wanted to change. because so I didn't wanna keep feeling the way that I was feeling, which was pretty darn miserable. Um, but it just felt like such a struggle for me to say to my husband, like, I need you to not go to work At 7am this morning because i need you to stay home with casey until 10 so i can go to therapy or i can go to coaching and there was such this immense amount of guilt around that but once i fully embraced that i actually could have time for myself maybe it wasn't possible for him not to stay home with casey but it was possible for him to give me time in the evening so i really had to start looking creatively for ways to actually make myself a priority but plus two, I started to recognize that burning the candle at both ends, so to speak, wasn't working for me. It wasn't working for my children. It wasn't working for my marriage. And so it was that realization. It was like, okay, Kim, there's that saying, put the oxygen mask on yourself first. And it can be so hard to do that. But once I actually started doing and it wasn't huge amounts of time. It was literally five minutes just so I could go upstairs and write a little bit in my journal or, you know, do the gratitude practice or just meditate for five minutes. There were so many things that I realized like, okay, I can do this and I don't need massive amounts of time. The other thing I had to realize is that it's okay for me to tell my toddler, you can have iPad time uh, watching Sesame Street. Like it doesn't make me a bad mom to put her in front of a device for a half an hour so I can have time to myself. So it was really, again, letting go of some of the expectations I had around myself and time and expectations around others, um, you know, those external things to focus on what I needed internally. Once I was willing to change the expectations um, that I had, that's when things really started to shift.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And the, the I just want to add one thing too, is that once we start to change uh, what we do on a daily basis into something that's more supportive it's very important and there's the reason for knowing more increasing our self-awareness about ourselves and that i said in the beginning it's important to know how you what you naturally are good at what your how Mm -hmm. your energy uh which could be like how how do you uh, need to start your morning to feel the best the rest of your day Right. It's not the same for everyone. It's not mm-hmm. the same re- recipe, but there's something here that is unique to you, listener viewer, that works for you. And why not finding that out so that yeah. you can work with energy that makes you feel good yes. and things that makes you feel good rather than struggle <laughs> against yeah. something that may not be natural to you. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's often what I find when people come to me that are frustrated, i feel resistance for things is that they're working against their own energy, their own natural, you know, flow of energy. And that's, once we know what works for us, we can just expand that, right? So, yes, but it's very individual, it has to come from from inner knowing about that. And curiosity is, is super important. Like, what do you want to learn about yourself? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So.
0: And just being open to it and not yeah. saying, you know, the first time, you know, a strategy doesn't work. Be like, oh, that's it. I'm doomed forever. You no, know, <laughs> give yourself permission to try something else. Um, because it's, I think oftentimes we give when we get stuck in that identity of who we think we're supposed to be, it almost erases everything that we know to be true about ourselves. And we, we've often go back to that, well, I'm supposed to, or, oh, well, I used to, or, and so it can be scary to step out of that and try new things. But that was really where the magic happened. So I gave myself permission to do things on the weekends, like go do horseback riding lessons and be okay with, you know what? Yes. I'm not going to see my husband for a couple of hours. He has the kids all as well off I go, you know, I'm not going for a year. I'm going for two hours. I'm entitled to two hours on a Saturday or Sunday to go ride a horse or to go have coffee or lunch with a friend or whatever the case may be. Um, just being open to that and, and allowing it in because when we do those things for ourselves, that's what gives us the energy, the excitement, the passion, the motivation to keep going because it's, it creates small wins for us. And it's the small wins that lead up to the big wins
1: beautifully said.
0: (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So, um, Ulrika, if someone is at the point where they are thinking like, yes, I am realizing I'm in my head and I don't really know what to do about it. Is there a, like something small that they can start doing today to, to help begin the journey? Maybe that's a huge question. Maybe that's not such (laughs) a simple answer.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yes. I mean, if if you want to start something in this moment, I would stop right now and put your hands on your heart Mm -hmm. and just see if you can feel that your heart beating and close your eyes and take a few breaths in and out. Allowing your energy to fall to your feet, which means that you're paying, you're drawing your attention to your feet. And if you're the stressed mom right now, you can do this right now and you can bring out that tool every time you feel overwhelmed, Put, put your hands on your heart, notice your feet, take a few deep breaths, close your eyes, really feel your your heart beating because it will bring you into this present moment. If you're out here, you know, have mm-hmm. 27 things that needs to be done. Yeah. Take uh, 30 seconds to bring that home.
0: Yes. I love it. I love it. And it's funny because I um, do the same practice with my coaching clients, but I also use that same practice with girl talk, my after school program. And I teach the girls, and they're in grades first through six. I teach them how to do just that. And it's cute because um, I also say, Breathe, you know, focus on a color and breathe that into your heart space. And it's cute because the little girls will pick every color, like, Miss Kim, I saw the rainbow. I saw purple and pink and yellow and orange and green and blue and brown and black. And I'm like, You did. Wonderful. I love it. So colorful. But then there are some girls who are like, I didn't see any color. And I'm like, That's okay. sometimes when I do it, I don't see a color, but it's really just about the practice of taking time to feel your heartbeat, to breathe into your body, feel the weight of your feet on the ground and really just center into that sink into that. And so um, that's one of my favorites. So I love that's what you shared. Yes. yes.
1: Yes. And notice how you feel before and after, because it is that shift we want to um, notice as well. Like If we can feel ourselves feeling better, feeling more calm after 30 seconds like that, you can do it anytime you can do it. That's just the beginning of the self-awareness that you can bring out anytime when you need a shift in your life.
0: Yes, absolutely. And I, and I love that practice because you're right. You can do it anywhere. There are times where I've been driving and I, it's not a long drive. To get my children from school but it's just enough of a drive so sometimes i'm like oh my gosh i'm ready to and have some serious road rage and i just put my hand on my heart one hand on the steering wheel one hand on my heart and if i can get to a red light then i'll put both hands on my heart and i just do some deep breathing and it's enough to, to say okay kim we're recentered, all is well we're going to keep on driving and we're not going to go completely off the hi- off the hinges <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's beautiful. You really can do it anywhere. Um, and it's such a powerful thing because the body just needs the breath. It brings the oxygen back in and it really does an amazing job of calming your nervous system. And it's just, it's, it's really just incredible.
1: Yeah. And the second thing I would do is just decide if you really want to change, right. And, and your body knows that your soul knows if that's, what's next for you and if the answer is yes if you if you kind of sense that okay it's time right <laughs> I would find a coach that you resonate with that you um, like what they say follow them a little bit see, because it's so important to have the partnership and guidance because we can we can procrastinate a change in our life just because we think we're all by ourselves or we don't know where to ask we know don't know where to start yeah and it doesn't have to be a life-changing change right that's that's my message as well because it had it does not have to be a struggle to change it can be joyful it can be freeing from the start (laughs) yeah it's this perception that we have to go through a a rock bottom right and Mm -hmm. and dig ourselves out of it it doesn't have to be like that you can expand from here
0: Mm -hmm, where you are today
1: and and make it with more ease and flow that you've ever had before yeah but it's it's and you Kim also know that it's not easy to do it all by yourselves
0: no um Um, I think you don't need to wait till you get to rock bottom. I mean, you can sense when things aren't quite right. And I think if you can figure it out now, before you get to that rock bottom, that's all the better, uh, because the journey might not be as hard or as long or as challenging, but you'll start feeling better sooner. Um, and then I was going to say something else and now I just completely blank. Oh yes. Not doing it alone because, um, I've, I've tried that, and I, it's also important that you do work with someone that you resonate with because um, my therapist and I we did not resonate, and that was um, awful. I left there feeling worse than when I had started a year and a half in. But then I resonated very much with the life coach that I started working with, and it, the dynamic between us was vastly different, and it made the journey more enjoyable. I felt more supported. I felt uh, like I could trust her more. I felt heard. I felt seen. I felt all of those things. So finding that person that you really resonate with. But I've also tried doing it alone and alone is hard too, because you always, you can't always see your own, you know what, when you're standing in it and there's no accountability there. So I often found that I was spinning my wheels, getting nowhere fast, trying to do it myself. I was like, you know, I can do this. I've been through therapy. I know the things I know about the codependency and the anxiety and the childhood emotional black. I'll just get books from the library. I'll read them. I'll try to implement what's shared in the books but it was really not that easy because I couldn't get deep enough into the work to actually be able to shift out of the patterns that I was running and do it in a way that, um, I wasn't self sabotaging. It just was much harder to do it on my own.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, um, again, it's, it's important to kind of come to that inner commitment to yourself i think that yeah. it, it cannot be under emphasized because yeah and you know if you're listening or or uh, watching this you know your soul knows if it's time
0: so yeah honor that yeah because if you don't it's just going to come it, it's going to keep telling you and the the signs and the signals and the alarm bells are going to ring louder and louder and louder and so you get to the point where it's like literally going to bonk you over the head so Don't resist it. When your soul is telling you it is time, it's time. Start the journey. (laughs) You'll save yourself such a headache. So um, Ulrika, I feel like we could chat forever and ever and ever. I love chatting with you. Um, If anybody wants to reach out on Instagram or any of your social media platforms um, to send you a DM or an email or anything like that, are you open to that?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: I knew you tell would be you,
1: Tell me that you uh, <laughs> listen to Kim's podcast and uh, I will definitely respond. I get a lot of messages. I don't respond to everyone, but if you say, I, I listen to you <laughs> on Kim's podcast, I will pick your, your message over anyone else.
0: Oh, I love it. You're so sweet. Ulrika. <laughs> so thank you so much for being a guest on one of a kind you I'm sure we'll have you on again. Cause I feel like there's so much more to talk about. We just scratched the surface today.
1: Yes, we did. And I would love to come back. Thank you Kim, for the opportunity to be here with you and your audience today.
0: Yes, of course. Thank you. So this episode of one of a kind you is brought to us by the be well, be safe, be happy, eat ice cream podcast, which is a podcast that you should listen to really. And you're probably asking, well, why Kim, why is that? Because this is a podcast about setting a new standard when it comes to podcasts about health and wellness um, keeping weight off permanently and transforming your life by narrowing the gap from where you are to where you want to be. Um, this podcast is a prime example of everyday people just like you who have lost weight and kept it off or who want to lose weight and keep it off. This show has really a little bit of everything for anyone who desires to live a happy, healthy, and fulfilled life. I've been a guest on the podcast talking with coach Brad. Um, I've listened to some of the episodes myself. And, um, but that's just me. So check it out for yourself. Don't just go by my recommendation. You can see all the episodes that he has for yourself and see which ones would be best for you. You can hear the real life stories of people who have overcome their struggles and what they've done to do that. You can also, um, take away from coach Brad. He shares his own struggles and his own journey with those. And you can search for the Be Well, Be Safe, Be Happy podcast. Oh, sorry. Eat ice cream podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast to give the show a try and be sure to push the subscribe button to add it to your regular rotation. If you mentioned that you heard this, um, heard about his podcast on one of a kind you you'll get a free PDF copy of his book mind strong. And it's a book all about elevating your life to the next level. So be sure to check out the be well, be safe, be happy ice cream podcast. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of one of a kind you And if you found this episode helpful, uh, please feel free to share it with a friend. The more, the merrier. And also, if you'd be so kind to leave a review, it would be greatly appreciated. I read all the reviews myself to be sure that I continue to provide the support, the guidance, and the resources that you're looking for because, let's face it, us moms have to stick together. So thanks so much for tuning in, and I will hopefully see you next week.